Welcome to Wicked Thoughts, a podcast by Flair Castro. This show helps founders and professionals understand business trends, social media, digital lifestyle, and how to be a better entrepreneur. What's for season three? This season is for creators and creatives in the digital economy. Let's start learning in three, two, one. Thank you for being here, Mr. Mike Unson. Um, welcome to Wicked Thoughts. This is our weekly show here in with me, with me, Flair Castro. And this afternoon, I'm really glad that you are able to join me here in the podcast for this episode. So, yeah, before we get started, I would love for you to introduce yourself, Mr. Michael Unson, or known as Mike Unson. Yeah, hello, hello. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello, Wicked Thoughts. And first of all, thanks for having me here. Uh, My pleasure. I, I'm, actually a, I'm actually a fan of your podcast. Uh, I've listened to a few episodes already. Oh, thank that, you. Uh, it's just that I listen to uh, quite a lot of podcasts, so sometimes I don't get to monitor all the new episodes. I also listen to Dave's podcast. Uh, I forgot the title, but yeah, uh, his podcast is on my list. Uh, I've listened to some of his, some of his episodes as well. <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, so anyway, I met Flair at a stand-up comedy workshop that I conducted because I'm a point of view stand-up comedian here in the Philippines, and I've been performing since 2003. Uh, last February was my 18th year performing observational point of view stand-up comedy yeah (laughs) but i I, i'm not sure i can count 2020 because i i only did i only did like maybe a couple of live shows for 2020 the rest i had to do online but still uh that counts (laughs) for me that counts (laughs) yeah so i guess yeah so yeah i was i was kind of uh, I was thinking in Feb, should I should I celebrate my 18th year or should I just wait for the pandemic to end? <laughs> but no, no, no. Uh, li- life goes on. <laughs> life goes on for my stand-up comedy career. I I took a I took a few weeks off actually, but uh, <laughs> now I well I, I do a live stream. I do a regular live stream on Kumu. It's like a nonsensical talk show. So I try to uh, practice. My new jokes in between my spiels. Oh, oh, so yes, guys, I met Mr. Mike Unson in his class. So there was a class, I forgot the name actually. Yeah, it was I like trade. Oh, oh, parang... yeah, some trade the... something. Mm-mm, mm-mm. There was this lady uh... who invited us. Yeah, si si Alexa. Si Alexa. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, right. So Alexa mm-hmm. has this. I, I forgot the exact name, but. The, something related to trade. I yeah, think. trade. Some trade. the premise is that you don't pay money to attend a class; you do a barter right. thing. So right. It's quite interesting, actually. Yeah, I just saw it. Oh, yeah. trade school, Manila, pala. Yeah, trade, yeah, school, trade school, Manila. trade school. Right. I don't think they're active. Parang I haven't seen anything. Uh, I haven't seen any new classes, but uh, Alex is pretty busy in Kumu as well, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's when I first met you. I was actually interested in joining the class because, yun nga, I'm a huge fan of stand-up comedians. Like, fan because <laughs> um, I watch too much of that on Netflix <laughs> and on Spotify as you well. Check the, you can check the <laughs> Bill Hicks. I, I just watched one a few days ago. Bill oh, Hicks really? Shane. Bill Hicks, Sane Man, S A N E, Sane, Sane Man. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's interesting to watch mga old stand up comedy specials, mm-hmm. especially the ones that are set in the 70s or 80s. Kasi you'll, you'll notice a big difference in terms of, like, for example, uh, it wasn't uncommon for comedians to be smoking on stage back then, kasi hindi pa ganun sure. strict. Was they weren't very strict about it. Uh, also, uh, the language that they used, they're more, I don't know, they were more edgy. <laughs> so you'll notice that like if you watch old episodes of Carlin, old Seinfeld, yung mga Seinfeld, na early Seinfeld, and mm-hmm. ano, parang, I, I guess the, the, 
the way the audience appreciates comedy or stand-up comedy now has changed a bit since mm-hmm. ano, since the 80s, since the 70s. Mm-hmm. Sige, I'll take note of that actually. Bill Hicks, Sane, Man. It's actually on Netflix. That's good. Yeah, it's on Netflix. <laughs> And I, I also watched the new, I don't know when it was aired, I forgot, uh, but fairly recent yan, yung Jerry Seinfeld, mm. 23 hours in title. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I just remembered, um, because I was Googling the same man that you mentioned. No? Uh, okay, I, remember okay. the, <laughs> I remember the Glow series as well. There was the yeah, yung parang yung boss. Nila. Yes, yes, Oo. yes. Who was ano that guy, to- yung comedian? Um, hindi siya comedian parang ano siya uh, para siyang producer host no no yes. siya yung oh, producer oh, yung oh, oh. and then she, he doubled as the ring announcer parang host ring announcer doing ano eh yung si oh, parang ano the same with WWF there, there were some sketches they had the rap and if you if you were able to watch Glow in the 80s, they always had a rap. Mm. rap I didn't see that. Parang uh-huh. ano lang. Parang pag introduce yung wrestlers, they uh-huh. would like introduce themselves in ano, with a rap, with a storm. Mga tipong mm-hmm. ano, mga, like there was a popular wrestler nun sa Glow, si Colonel Nonichka, yung Russian, uh-huh. siya kunwari. So mag-rap, uh-huh. rap siya ng mga Colonel Nunichka comes from Russia. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I mentioned that kasi itong si Mark Maron pala there. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's another like that podcast is. that I listen to. Oh, Mark Maron. I saw him in LA he, sa comedy. Yeah, I mentioned it to you. Oh, yeah, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> Pero alam mo, when, when I was there, tapos siya yung, siya yung may set dun. I don't know. It's maybe just the vibe of the crowd. Because there there wasn't a lot of people that time. So oh, okay. parang he was he was saying something like, Oh, you guys are no fun. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but it was like the first time I saw someone so famous, right? Like, oh no, god, tao. I saw you. Oh, oh like okay. I saw you on Netflix. You're you're That's nice. You're, right? you're That's an actor, good. and then here you are sorry, in front sorry. of me. So it's like, oh my gosh, I was so starstruck. Ayun. <laughs> That's the word. There weren't that many people. Parang, oh, so, it happens, so it happens siya. to them too. So that's nice. <laughs> Why my hugot? Well, I've been performing 18 years. So 18, yep. you, can't, you can't expect 18 years na to have a full crowd all the time. So you'll have nights where... Like I've experienced... Uh, I've experienced having to... Uh, send away people because there were no oh. more seats. So maybe I experienced Sorry guys. I've also there was a time when the venue had to rent smaller tables mm. in anticipation of a Saturday show that I was having. So but I'm based on the previous shows they were like, you know if we use smaller tables we could fit more people. So Mm-mm. They had to remove their big tables, and uh, I don't know where they got them. They borrowed it from somewhere, or baka they rented it. So that was one of those, you know, one mm-hmm. one of the few times that I felt good that the owners actually cared about the show, uh, because uh, nowadays you you don't even see the owners of your venues. Like there's some places that I've been performing at for the last five, seven years and I've never mm-hmm. met the owners. They've never bothered to... Well, not that that's a bad thing, but of course, it's... Yeah, hindi naman lahat ng owners oh, oh, hands-on with their venues. But right. that time, ano, parang it felt good. Uh, and <laughs> that, that was a special venue for me. Uh, this was in Palanca Street, Makati, uh, Pipers. The owners would actually pay for tickets on the nights na uh, during my stand-up shows they would like buy tickets too and ako, back then I found it ridiculous I was like why, why are you paying for tickets sabla, no, because sila the, mismo bumibili ng tickets uh, sabla, wow. kasi the space is not that big mm. kasi siguro yung seating capacity niya was anywhere from 50 to 70 people Mm-mm. 
So when they when they got the smaller tables, siguro na anila, yon naging seventy versus fifty. So for them, same like if we don't pay for the tickets, we're depriving uh, some people. Like you you need to send send away some people, right? And they didn't want to do that. So mm-hmm. parang sabi nila ano, we'll pay for the seats that we occupy para hindi mm-hmm. ano. Well, that makes sense, no? And they're quite generous doing that. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? Like 18 years of being in the industry, like veteran, veteran level. <laughs> If you would go back, because I really want to hear your story. I'm curious, like, what started this? Um, how did you know that you are going to be a stand-up comedian? Like, were you like this in high school, or did you have <laughs> no, that interest? No, no. And you took some class, or like, no. I don't know. Your course uh, in college. No. Tell us, go. <laughs> no, well, well, in when I, in high school, I I was part of the drama club, but mm. but I only performed in two plays because I joined late. I was a senior by the time I joined the drama club. Because parang ano eh, I, I was that kind of a student in high school. I didn't care for high school orgs. Mm. So uh, parang second year, I was part of the art club, but I I was inactive. Siguro, if if they had like regular Saturday meetings, I must have attended like one meeting <laughs> for like the entire. <laughs> oh, year. I hate meetings I too. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, and then by the time uh, in my senior year, uh, my English teacher. Well, she wasn't my English teacher actually. She was teaching the lower batches, but uh, a friend of mine who was in the drama club, who was in the drama club before me recommended me to that teacher and one time I was walking in the corridor that particular English teacher bumped into me and asked ah ikaw si ano diba parang nire-recommend ka ni ano so sabi niya I should do a script reading so yun that, that was it so my only my only play was uh, we only had one big play that time this was 1990 school year 94-95 You wrote a play? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. We just uh, we just performed. Uh, we just performed. Ang paglilitis ni Mang Serapio. It was a. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a one act play, uh, written by I forgot who wrote it. Pero yon we did a one act play. And ano lang yon? What was your role? I, I was the role? judge. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> The whole time I was, I had like my makeshift courtroom sa gilid ng stage and I had yun. Ano kasi, it was a peasant court. Yun yung premise ni Mang Serapio eh. Parang they're in, in, they're in the slums and somebody's being tried for dreaming. Kasi bawal mangarap dun sa, dun sa ano na yun, dun sa alternate universe na yun. And we were doing ano, parang formality lang. They were just going through the motions of a of a trial, pero mm-hmm. talagang nakadecide na sila na they will blind Mang Serapio. Yun yung punishment oh. niya. So that was my one and only play. And we actually performed that in a bar kasi it was televised. What? So as, aside, that young? Aside, meron ka ng show? Yeah, aside, aside, from, the, aside from the school run, uh, mm-hmm. we were invited by uh, one of those UHF channels. So we went to this bar. Uh, ano siya? Si RJTV actually. So we mm-hmm. went to this bar and performed Mang Serapio without an audience. Ano lang? Naka, ano siya? Televised. But mm-hmm. I don't think anyone really saw it kasi hindi pa naman uso yung UHF channels na nito. I think, mm-hmm. ano, siguro, like, maybe five of my classmates saw it on TV. <laughs> Sana may it. recording para upload na lang sa YouTube, di ba? Eh, wala siguro. I don't think so. Baka yung, ano, my teacher might have it, but, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, that, that was my, ano, that was my first time performing for the school drama club and then we did a teachers day special there was a big teachers day event and they asked us to do a like a, a short scene like a 15 minute scene i think kasi ano parang 
they made us impersonate the teachers. Mm-hmm. Yun yung premise. But that was mm-hmm. it. Saka ano yun eh, uh, during that time, kaka-revive lang ng drama club. So, mababa pa yung budget. You know, and... <laughs> Tapos, parang yung sunod na years eh, uh, like, like some of my fellow actors, the younger ones, umabot to sila dun sa their play was at the AFP Theater. Meron yata nag-meral ko. <laughs> so, uh, ours was Ooh. just in the school the school theater. Buti pa sila. Pero ano naman, it was enough. But, but that was it. Parang after that, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really think that I'd be performing again. Because mm-hmm. by the time I entered college, my course was production design and technical theater. Parang mm-hmm. feeling ko, ano, I was gonna do a lot of backstage stuff. Parang I, I wanted to be a director back then. Parang I, I wasn't sure with, uh, kung film director or theater. Basta parang yun yung peg mm-hmm. ko nun sa, in my mind. Parang I, I, wa- I want to direct a play. I want to direct a short film. And then uh, that led me to Bacolod. Parang the first time uh, I was in my third year, I think, or mm-hmm. about to start fourth year college. Mm-hmm. And my teacher, who is an Ilonggo, recommended that I attend the summer workshop in Bacolod, uh, the Negro summer workshop. It was a workshop uh, with Peke Galiaga and his team. So I attended the lighting and cinematography class the summer of 1998. So what's backstage? I said, okay, I'm lighting. That was counting film, film, right? And then uh, when I... Ano, I graduated from my first course, 98, and then I took my second course. So, medyo weird yun eh. I was rehearsing for, ano, I was doing my mga yearbook pictorial, graduation rehearsals. So I was already attending because my second course had already started. <laughs> so, what was your second course? Uh, technical theater. Ah, I see. Mm-mm. Because I, I was in class and I had to tell my teacher, uh, Sir, I, know, I have to go down. Lang. I, <laughs> I, I'm going to take my grad pick. I said, huh? Why grad pick? I said, no, no. Because I'm second course. I'm going to graduate ako sa first course. Ko. Ah, okay. Parang, it's like, <laughs> Amazing, right? 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 Uh, I attended more of those summer workshops. So in 1999, I was back. Summer of 99, I was back in Bacolod again. I took, uh, ano naman, this time, film appreciation class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said Bacolod? Uh-huh. Tama ba? Yes, yes, yes. Sa, sa Bacolod yung workshops. Yeah. Ah, the workshops. I thought that yeah, like you lived there. And... No, 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 no. So yung summer of 99 naman, I took a film production workshop. Oh, sorry, film, sorry. Film appreciation class naman yung 99. And then it was in 2000 where I, uh, wala lang eh, I wanted, I, I don't remember what class I wanted. Parang I think I wanted like yung director's class. Parang they were offering a director's apprenticeship class, pero it was only open to... Parang I, I forgot ano yung requirement. Parang hindi ako qualified for that class because uh, I wasn't a professional yet. So parang nirecommend nung one of the teachers, oh, just take the, ano, why don't you take the the being class, yung Eric Morris na acting without acting. Mm. So I took that for a week. And then after a week, they moved me to theater improvs. So, yon, that's there, where, improv. That's, <laughs> so, I took improvs, but si, ano, si Peke had this son uh, part din siya ng workshop. And I would, ano, I would impersonate Peke's son, si, ano, si Jubal. Tapos naririnig ng teacher ko, parang one time we were like rehearsing and I was doing his voice. And our director was like, is he here? Parang... I thought I heard I thought I heard I thought I heard Jubal's voice just parang, I, I do it again just parang, just because somebody somebody told it no that's just Mike 
tawa sila ng tawa and then sabi na okay that that will be your part sa ano dun sa recital Ayan you have nabigyan. to you have to do a 10 minute monologue as Juval <laughs> so parang parang for me yung the year 2000 yung sa recital for the the theater improvs recital that would be my first ever stand-up stint. Kasi although it was an impersonation, that, that still qualifies as a stand-up set. So that was my first ever stand-up set. The summer of 2000 in it, the bar, yung bar, ano siya, the name of the bar was Iron Dinosaur. Oh, Iron Dinosaur. <laughs> Grabe ka, was, remember mo pa. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So yan, 2000. Pero yon after that, uh, eventually, uh, started school again after the summer, went back to Manila, and then, wala lang, life went on lang. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really get to perform anymore. Wala, I, I wasn't part of the drama club naman in, in, in school eh. Sa Benilde, no? I was part of a artist group, yung free hands, parang more on mga illustrators and so, nagpa-paint ako that time. You also paint? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, now, for ano lang. Uh, parang as a hobby, but not as much. Mm-mm. So, yun, 2001. Wala lang. I just, ano, parang I did my thing. And then, 2001, I shop again in Bacolod, but this time as an assistant teacher. Hindi na ako student. I was a facilitator na this time. And then I did some, ano, yung mga classmates ko who were part of the theater improvs class, they formed the group. So when I, when I went there in 2001, we did a few shows together in, in Iron Dinosaur again. Parang, sorry, mm-hmm. one show lang nga yata yan. Bakit and, always sa Bacolod? I'm curious. No, because like, eh. si Peke is from Bacolod. Eh. So, ah, so he has that, ano, he has a tie-up with the University of St. Lasal and it's right. called the, Neg- the Negro Summer Workshop. It's mm-hmm. actually a, it's a, it's an, it was a great program when it, when it lasted. It, I think they stopped in 2010. I, I'm not 100% sure, but thereabouts, around 010 or 011, mm-hmm. you know, stopped the workshop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then 2002, that's when my, my director in Lacolod, parang he got a job in Manila. Mm-hmm. There was this uh, group of investors who wanted an, wanted to open an uh, parang American-style comedy club. So parang they wanted theater improvs, they wanted stand-up comedy. So yun, that was it. Parang they made me audition for the improv group. So last quarter of 2002, we were rehearsing for the grand, parang may grand opening yung comedy bar. Oh, it, nice. it, was, it was called the Comfort Room Comedy. The Comfort Room Comedy Bar, yata yung pangalan niya. I'm not sure. Uh, sorry, comedy bar or comedy club. Basta the Comfort Room yung name ng place. And we we opened, uh, the, the big opening was sometime in January 2003. But I, I was with the improv group uh, that time. Parang I was doing theater mm-hmm. improvs. And then, ano, parang, ano eh, uh, although I enjoyed the theater improvs, I wasn't particularly good at it. And my, my director noticed this. Parang he was saying na, parang, ano eh, parang sayang yung, ano, sayang yung skill mo doing, parang it, it doesn't match with, parang yung comedic skill ko per se. <laughs> did not match the improv game. So parang they suggested na parang feeling ko you do better doing comedy. You know? and, mm. and that time, we had the Phil-American stand-up comedian performing with us, si Tim Tayag. And so, yon. Parang he was, ano naman, very happy na kasi he was the only guy doing stand-up in that club. So walang nag-open sa kanya. Mm. He would like do his sets in between the improv uh, improv show. Mm. I see. So, when my when my director told me that oh, you should try doing stand up, so si Tim naman back then was very helpful. He lent me he lent me this book. Uh, 
yung ano the comedy bible by Judy Carter yung title ng book tapos my uh, bible oo oh uh, tawag <laughs> the comedy bible and that that was pretty much it so feb 2003 i did my first stand up comedy set at How that, was it at that first bar. yeah of course it was bad diba <laughs> But, uh, of course it doesn't. I don't think anyone anyone the first no. Oh. first set mo parang uy galing mo kagad. No, no, no. Parang it was terrible. Parang I think I did a I did a 3 to 5 minute set which was really bad as in super bad. I might have gotten one one small laugh in that 5 minutes. <laughs> So parang ako din, parang, what am I doing? Parang, parang hindi oh ganito ko. Parang sabi ko, nanunod ako na, ano, when I watch Seinfeld sa, sa, ano, sa mga DVD or sa VCD, or yung mga favorite comedians ko, hindi ganito to. <laughs> Pero, May parang, laptop. Oh, diba? Well, that just inspired me to, ano, that just inspired me to work at it. Right. So, mm-hmm. siguro, ano, I, I figured out my set, I, I fixed my set Siguro after doing the February set, I I kept on rewriting my jokes. And siguro by May, by May 2003 on, medyo okay na. Yan. I, I was was able to write a good enough 15-minute set or baka nga 10-minute set lang yun. So, mm-hmm. yun. Tapos yun, I started doing, ano na, yung mga open mics and all that. Mm-mm-mm. So from there, how did you build your brand as Mike Unson? Like, yun talaga yung dala mo, not Michael, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Wala lang. Parang, uh, one of the things yun kasi that, uh, that inspired me to do stand-up, yun, uh, aside from the fact na, yun nga, sinadjust sa akin ng improv director ko. Mm. Ano na, I, I really, ano eh, I'm a big fan of uh, stand-up kasi. And mm-hmm. I noticed na they, they didn't have too many uh, point of view comedians back then. Parang if you watch, if you if you go to a comedy club, it, it would always be those insult theater types. Yung, you have your uh, host comedian making fun of people in the audience or singling Tama. out a particular person. Yeah. So I remember. I was about to ask you. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I was about to ask you. Like, okay, POV. Um, stand-up comedy, like, marami palang different types, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yes, know. Yes. Actually, ano eh, si stand-up comedy, this was explained to me by a friend of mine, it falls under the the umbrella of spoken word. Mm, But you have spoken, nice. you have spoken yeah. word poets, you have spoken word, spoken word poets, spoken word... Kasi hindi naman lahat ng spoken word poetry eh. Some of them actually sound like rap And, tama, ano, tama, yeah. I have a favorite anything. guy on YouTube, si Reeves. Oh, yeah. Diba? Inuulit ko yung mga ano niya. Yes. Ano parang, parang rap eh, di ba? Iba-iba rin. Correct. If, if you watch spoken words, some of them may background music. Some mm. of them may guitar. So, so si stand-up comedy falls under spoken word. And there are different types of stand-up comedy. Naalala ko nun eh, meron ano, uh, I met this medyo siya semi-smart Alec na sabi niya if your if your stand up comedy routine though isn't funny then it's spoken word parang ano niya yon so parang later on I realized ko no that's uh, that's an inaccurate statement if your stand up comedy routine isn't funny it simply isn't funny because stand up is spoken word <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh So, yeah. Yun. So, yeah, sorry, going back to your question. So, you have your uh yung most common na uh, of course yung impersonation, ano rin yan, stand up mm-hmm. rin yan. Y- yung comedian mo dresses up as somebody. Yeah, 'di ba sa Philippines sina Willie Nep, for example, Willie Nepomuceno, sina John Santos. Right. Galing din nila diyan. Sina Tessie mm-hmm. Tomas, sina Candy Pangilinan, Mitch Valdez, sina Uh, yung si ano si Nanette Inventor yung si di ba mayroon siyang character si Donya Buding so <laughs> yes, yes. ano yun impersonation yun that, that stand up si Gary Leasing of course yun. si Gary Leasing yun medyo mas ano parang pasok siya dun sa category na point of view kasi hindi mm. man siya nag ano he, he wasn't an animator he, he wouldn't 
Yeah, you wouldn't see him in a disguise or dressing up as somebody else. He was just himself, Gary Lee Singh. So, yon. So you have your impersonators, you have your insult theater comedians. Akala nung iba, ano yun eh. Yung mga nanglalait na comedians, parang, there's actually a science to that. It's not... Really? Oh, di ba? Magaling. Those comedians who do insult theater, Uh, they're very witty, they're very quick because sometimes they have to come up with jokes on the spot. On the spot. They, oh. they don't really know what kind of people, unless they're like really OC and they scout their crowd hours before the show. But most of them just, you know, they see somebody in the audience. Oh, ikaw, kuyari, they see you. Oh, bakit bland yan buhok mo? Nangyari sa'yo, nag-shampoo ka ba ng acid? Oh, ha, 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 di ba? Something like that. <laughs> And tipong hahanap lang si they see a they see a couple na older yung guy. Like mm-hmm. one of the meanest jokes uh, narinig ko in a scenario like that. Sinabihan ng host yung older guy. Lolo, mukhang mas- ano, shadong late na. Binayaran mo na ba yung kasama mo? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> diba? parang, That's so mean! <laughs> oh, diba? Super mean. So parang... And ako, I, I attended a few of those. And I was like, uh, this is not the kind of comedy that I like. Uh, when, I, when I go to a comedy club, I want to enjoy myself. Uh, I want to be able to relax, laugh with the comedian. Not, not worry. Not being laughed at. Diba? Not, <laughs> parang, I don't want to be worrying about, ano, I don't want to be sitting at the back because I'm afraid that no, the, the comedian might pick on True. me. So, mm-hmm. so that, that was my thing from the start. So I go, When I figured out my, when I was writing my first stand-up comedy set, I was like, I'm gonna write wholesome jokes, and I'm gonna make sure na uh, people w- wouldn't be afraid to sit in front w- when watching my kunsan, because parang alam nila na they're in a safe space. Of course, I'll be making fun of mga scenarios, mga everyday situations, mga relatable topics, but not making fun of people in the audience, right? Diba? Oo nga eh. And I saw articles, I think I've read a couple of articles about you. Now that's okay. your your brand talaga. It's wholesome jokes. Isn't it a bit harder to come up with like write for a wholesome audience or wholesome jokes na parang um, how do you even come up with your material if you're limiting you know, limiting Actually, it to wholesome. Mm-mm. I'm not really, parang when you, I don't know, when you do wholesome material, ano siya it's an endless, uh, you have a, the possibilities are endless because when, when you do, when you do insult theater, when you do mga bastos material, th- that's when you limit yourself. Diba? Ah, <laughs> diba? really? Yeah, because okay. if, if you do wholesome material, you can pretty much make jokes about anything, diba? Tama din, oo. So, diba? Right. Like, uh, for example, I have jokes about serial killers. Hindi ko alam, <laughs> how are you gonna make uh, a joke about serial killers uh, bastos or offensive? But ako, I, I like kasi ano eh, mga tipong analyzing things. So, when you... When I do my set, some people might say na my setups sometimes are a bit long, but not really because my entire setup is already part of the joke. When I mention little things that lead to my main point and then to my punchline, so so uh, although it is, uh, parang uh, well, let's face it. There's a big market for there's a market for insult theater. There's a market for offensive material. Uh, I, I attended, uh, I performed at a live stream recently and one of our guests mentioned that uh, uh, bottom line is people like drama. So, diba, when you talk about... It's true. Like when you go to... Mga, if you're following a particular page on Facebook and you read the comments, some of them, you, you would read comments like, I'm just here for the comments. Meaning, they're waiting, just here for for people, the comments. they're waiting for people to start fighting in the comments section. Right. <laughs> Aggressively typing their yeah, insults. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yung people who ano, use their emotions instead of logic. Like, for example, they're like following a particular celebrity. They're like, oh, I love this. I love this actor. She's the best. And then somebody would go, 
oh, she's stupid, she's mean. That was, <laughs> and now they start fighting, diba? That was, you know, sometimes the the other troll would like would go as far as give specific incidents like uh, remember she did this and that and that and then pag na prove yung ano parang if that person is able to prove their point hindi ngayon makasagot yung original person who wrote the the compliment so mm-hmm. sorting to bashing the person who answered their comment that, that they start calling you idiot stupid you're a stupid person you probably blah 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 so wala na tapos mamaya may ano pa there will be people adding fuel to the flame <laughs> Mag- <laughs> magsusundot na mga full blown flame you. war diba? yes exactly. <laughs> so that's how you come up with your material ba like uh, family the usual like everyday scene everyday experience not, not that's yeah, yeah. where you get I, I, Right, right. I do a lot of everyday scenarios, but I also like to do mga what if stuff. Yes, I remember right. that. Yun yung tinuro mo sa amin. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You kind of set it up like, um, what if this is going to happen in a regular situation? You add in something weird. Right, <laughs> <You're> right, so... <laughs> right. Like, ano, yun, like I have a joke about hiking. Na you, 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 if you, ano, uh. You think about it, but oh, he's talking about he's talking about hiking, but then I segue to uh, deadly snakes. Uh, when you're hiking, there's always a possibility that you encounter a poisonous snake. And then I start talking about the snake venom, the antidote, until umabot na sano na a whole in the guys who suffered the snake bite, and now he's talking to the doctors. Then somebody shows mm-hmm. up because he's the one antidote supposedly. So yon, mga what if na, ano? Parang because uh, let's face it, we all do what if scenarios in our heads, de ba? <laughs> yeah, but not out loud. Not, not out, out loud. loud. Yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes when, when you would just they... keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So ako, parang I try my best to think of scenarios that other people might have thought of who were uh, were might have thought of but are not that comfortable to talk about it because baka ano baka sobrang weird siya or mm-hmm. hindi naman siya something na pinag-uusapan so i try to come up with these what if scenarios and uh, i talk about them in my comedy set i connect them to everyday topics that way mm-hmm. i have uh, i kind of mislead my audience first that I'm talking about something and then I connect it to something weird and sometimes iko call back ko siya with another common topic so ano again and, there's a, oh and these uh, are the ideas oh, oh like you're really creative coming up with that diba cuz not everyone can think about like scenarios like put it together and like what yes, yes, what yes, if yes, situations yeah. is right, this right. a same you know like skill set that you used for your brainstorming because i saw on imdb you do have a profile there yeah okay. it's imdb yeah 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 i have oh. i i starred in an indie film <laughs> and oi na troll ako ha kasi may ano doon may may isang isang show, i don't know like movie doon na yung nakasabi doon hubad i was like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that's this uh, <laughs> no no that's a uh, that's a uh, independent film directed by Mark Gary and Denise Reyes mm-hmm. so Denise Reyes i once upon a time i was a stage manager for Bali Philippines a short lived wow. career And si Denise Reyes is one of our uh, one of our mga tawag dito mga recall si Denise is like an institution sa mga choreography so mm. she was the, she was the artistic director in Ballet Philippines for a while mm-hmm. and eventually thing uh, yung that that indie film she directed that with Mark Gary Mm-hmm. And I I played myself. Parang if you the original credits, uh, when we previewed the film, it read Mike Unson as himself. Oonga, <laughs> nakalagay do as himself. No, kasi ano? Tapos yung, yung title hubad. I was like, what the hell is this? Yung, yung, yung bida kasi don ano? May scene na nanood sa konwari ng ano. There's a scene 
that he's watching a stand-up comedy show with a, with a friend. Ah, ako, yung, ako yung show na yun. Ikaw yun. Alright. Uh, funny yan eh. They, they shot 30 minutes. Parang they made me do a 30-minute set na shinoot talaga with mga inayos pa yung mga angles. Tipong I had to repeat certain jokes kasi iniba yung camera para mm-hmm. maganda yung pagka-edit. Tapos oh, when, the, when, the, when the film came out, they were only they were able to use just like one minute of footage. What? <laughs> like, I had to, they had to apologize to me. Sabi sa akin, Mike, sorry ah, but we had to. Ano, the film was ano yung running time, medyo ano, it's kind of long, so we had to trim. We had to trim certain parts, and unfortunately, the most logical scene to trim was yours. Ay grabe sila. Thirty minutes to one minute na lang. Pero okay lang. Anyway. Yeah, okay lang naman. Kasi yeah. wala naman significance yung ano yun. True. Kumbaga, ano lang. It's just, uh, parang, I, I forgot na yung exact story actually nun. Parang it's about, uh, ano yun, may kinalaman Artists, siya sa, right? ano, mm-hmm. parang siyang it's a, parang yung bida dun is a film director na kaaway mm-hmm. niya yung board mm-hmm. of censors something like that. So, Sige, the other one, uh, being a script writer, right? Or brainstormer? Yeah, I'm a, um, ano, I'm a mm-hmm. brainstormer for a TV sitcom. A brainstormer translator. Pero naka-credit lang yata is yung ano, brainstormer. So if you're oh, a brainstormer, oh, oh. you write you write story ideas that mm-hmm. may or may not be used in the script. For so, what show uh, is this again? Uh, ano to? Pipito Manaloto for Channel 7. Right. And for sure, you were able to have your jokes out there then. Did they choose a lot of your ideas? I don't know, man. Uh, they, they, depend, eh. Depends on the, the theme of the story. Eh. Mm. So uh, my, my ideas don't always get chosen. But I've had, I've had a few story germs that made it into the script. And I've also appeared as myself in that show mga, a few times. That's so nice. there's, an, there's an episode where... <laughs> They're at the comedy club, and I'm and I'm and I'm the stand-up comedian. There's also an episode where Sipepito was scouting for first five robot, and then ako yung seller. So may ano, meron siyang callback because that episode came a few months after the comedy episode. So if you research the Pipito Manaloto episode, Sipepito Manaloto played by Michael B. He actually has a line where he goes, sabi nung, ano, nung best friend niya sa show, uh, Pits, nakahanap na ako na nagbebenta ng Voltis 5. Ito, ito pangalan niya, si Mike Unson. And then si Pipito, Mike Unson? Kilala ko yan si Mike Unson. <laughs> <laughs> so, ano. Yes, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's really fun, ha? Sige, ano pang other gigs mo aside from that? Because I know that you are on Kumo. You know what? Ikaw yung reason na talagang nag-download ako ng Kumo. Yeah. I had no idea about that app at all until you told me na meron yeah, kang show was, on uh, Kumo. That no, was last I year. To, oh. I had to download Kumo because when the when the pandemic hit, of course, mm-hmm. I had to cancel all my shows. Not that I had uh, ano, that many shows naman to cancel, but still, I had to, you know, I was planning on planning to do a particular series with some of the comedians that I'm training. So we had to, ano, talagang wala, no choice. Uh, so lucky, luckily, one of my good friends, who's a musician, introduced the app to me. Well, actually, he introduced me to his cousin who works for the app. Mm-hmm. And mm, this particular cousin Uh-oh. was with him when they... Parang I had a show at Commune on uh, Polaris Street yata si Commune sa Makati. Yes, I'm familiar with Commune. Yeah. Yung owner this, si Ross, right? Yes, yes. Juan. Oo. So, yung cousin ng friend ko, works for Kumu, she was mm-hmm. my comedy shows. And when the pandemic, they got in touch. Parang, I, I don't know. I think they were just chatting randomly and she told my good friend, uh, can, you know, why, why don't you, you know, uh, why don't you tell Mike about our app? He might be interested. So my friend hooked me up with his cousin and, and that was it. We have, this, we have this platform. You can do live streams. 
But back then, parang I had no idea how to do a live stream, parang because <laughs> I'm, I'm not really, uh, I don't really watch these things, parang I'm not into live streaming and all that. So when they told me na you can do your jokes in in this platform, parang I was thinking, paano yan? I, I don't have a live audience, parang how is this gonna work? And that same that same week, my manager gave me a call, and he told mm. me that you know what, you should do something on Facebook Live. Parang, this is the mm. perfect time to do stand-up comedy. Tama din. So, so yon, I did my Facebook Live show before I debuted my Pumu show. So my first fav- Facebook Live show was a bit of a mess. Because like all first times, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> okay I was able to uh, perform my usual jokes. It's just that uh, I had to rely on the comment section heavily. If people would like type ha 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 or and I also made the mistake of well, I, I didn't have a tripod back then because I only used my phone for the usual no? Facebook, uh, Instagram. <laughs> so I had to come up with a makeshift uh, tripod using cassette tapes in our den. Pero yun nga, my Wawa phone... Mga cassette ano, tapes. <laughs> naka, nakasandal yung phone dun sa cassette tapes. And mm-hmm. uh, apparently, uh, there, there wasn't any air circulating uh, my my so for the duration of my Facebook Live comedy show, my phone was heating up. Oh gosh! And this is the first time that uh, there there's this prompt appearing on my phone. Phone is parang phone is heating up. Parang oh god! Reset what, what phone, phone is immediately. This? Uh, this is oh, uh, that's crazy. So biglang ano naghahang yung phone parang biglang magbablack yung screen. Uh-oh. Tapos, ano, I, I would put it near the air conditioning mm-hmm. <laughs> para for to cool it down. <laughs> that is uh, scary, so, huh? So, my, uh, that particular set is on my, you'll find that on my Facebook page, My Kunson Comedy. And kaya siya, ano, part one, part two, part three, because the phone overheated three times. <laughs> oh gosh. So you had to pause every time it happened? Yeah, yeah. How did you go yeah, about had, it? Wala lang. Uh, no choice. Mamamatay yung ano. Oh, so, tapos back online. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feed would, ano, the feed would stop. And then mm-hmm. I had to come up with a new live. I uh, To go to re-live. I think that's the term the live streamers use. So I had to re-live. Oh my God, no more term. <laughs> I didn't know that. Relive. I had to, to relive. <laughs> that was So for the next few minutes, okay, na naman uh-huh. And then yan nag, ano, then the here, ano, oh, so we were like, okay, we're good, we're good. Uh, yeah, we we can continue with the show. And then a few minutes later, toot, here comes the prompt again. Phone is overheating. Uh, turn off phone immediately. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> so and it, it all happened in one afternoon, evening. You had uh, to deal minute. with phone. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, parang that particular show, we had to do it in the. Uh, I don't remember why, but my manager chose the 5 p.m. schedule. Mm-hmm. Let's do a late afternoon. Oh, oh, it's like but, the time when people are online as well, so it makes sense. Okay. So I did that, and then a few weeks later, I did another show again on Facebook Live. But this time, you're able to work out the the problems. You're able to fix the technical the problem <laughs> for the first show. So we did it through Zoom. This time I had uh, I had a tripod na at this point and some sort of uh, uh, I was able to use my lamp as a as a backlight so medyo ano, may counting production value na oh <laughs> diba strangely, improve <laughs> but strangely the the second ano, the second Facebook live uh, stand up show 
didn't do as well as the first one viewer ano, in terms mm-hmm. of viewership parang we got mm-hmm. a lot more viewers for the first show versus the second one but it was good but plus the, during that time I was already doing my Kumu show it's doing a nightly thing on Kumu Microsoft yeah I remember oh you were up late like always yeah, yeah. around 11pm no, no. 1am no this one was 1am when I first uh, started with my mic on Sun Can't Sleep, it was from 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. It was really can't sleep because 1 a.m. And then eventually, ano na, parang nag-extend na siya 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. na siya. And then, <laughs> after that, parang, I don't know, I, I got bored with it a few months later. Parang sabi ko, uh, I'm gonna take a short break. I took a, mm. siguro, I took a two-week break And then mm-hmm. I relaunched the show as Mike Unson must sleep. That's 11.59. Naman. Okay. <laughs> That was smart. I've, I've maintained the 11.59. Parang it's a good schedule. But I don't know. Parang I want to try other schedules as well. Because, so up until now, you're still doing the 11.59? Yeah, yeah. Ba? I'm doing 11.59. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And then I do a 9 p.m. on Thursdays. That's my movie review stream. So right. I, I figured since uh, since I hardly do anything because uh, I don't go out. I haven't been out of the house for a year and five Oh, uh, you mentioned now, that. So, and I do my work from home once a week lang naman. Or actually twice a week mm. for the sitcom. We have a regular Zoom meeting. Uh, once a week, and then this I, is still for Pepito, right? Yeah, it's still still mm-hmm. for Pepito. Mm-hmm. And so the 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 rest of the week, I I don't really have anything to do. So so either I'm reading or watching movies on Netflix or iFlix or mga platforms, even YouTube. There are certain like I I get to watch the real Ghostbusters on YouTube. There's the real official, Ghostbusters. There's an official Ghostbusters YouTube page where they air the original cartoon from the 90s. <laughs> so ah. I, I watched that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Sabi ko, since I watched movies all the time anyway, I might as well do a movie review. Reviews. Tama. But yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't want to do a super technical movie review because I, ko, I, I always announce this before my show. I'm not a film critic. I'm not a director. Don't expect any uh, reviews about the cinematography or the musical mm. score. So, sabi ko, uh, I, I'm just a regular guy who watches movies and uh, I just want to talk about these movies. And I have a co-host. Na, uh, yes, you do have a co-host, too. no? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. si, si Erica from V8 One Radio. So, okay naman. Uh, that, that show, ano, we have... Uh, small following we have a steady bunch of supporters and then i also like uh, kumu has a has a channel called kumu spotlight Mm-mm. so i i was able to do my stand up comedy sets for that particular channel so right. you already have a huge following on kumu no like Uh, Ever since really. last year, you started uh, it. Mm-hmm. It's a decent following. Uh, I, I have around, you know, uh, less than 5,000. So. Importante loyal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Loyal following. It's some live streamers who have like 100,000 followers, but their mm-hmm. audience engagement isn't that high. Parang you'll notice that when you watch their streams, you don't really see, like, you don't really see people liking no interaction. their posts Uh-oh. and all that. So, so in uh, your case, I see a lot, huh? Like, whenever I open your, your Kumo, it's like, dami <laughs> interact, dami nagko-comment. It's like, wow, it's a party in here. <laughs> no, because I, 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 uh, I, I take care of my viewers. Like, I actually, uh, I, I don't know if, anyone else does this but I, I thank my viewers one by one after the show wow like 
personalized uh, yung approach mo. Very yeah, good. I, I, I would message them. Like, I would mm-hmm. send them a personal message on either Facebook Messenger or the Kumu Messenger. Mm-hmm. And I would write a short message na, hey, Esper, thank you. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for dropping by. Oh, thanks for watching. And they appreciate this. Parang, they feel now that ano, they, they have a genuine connection with the with with uh, the that's actually the true that watching oh oh like some creators and you would say like influencers like you oh mm-hmm. diba? influencer <laughs> they don't have that much relationship i would say with their viewers because they think yeah. that okay they just host something people watch but nothing happens after that i don't know I, I But your approach is different. It's really yeah, good. Well, uh, well, uh, one of the reasons I'm able to do this uh, is because uh, number one, I don't have that many followers, man. So uh, th- that's like a running joke I have with my agent, with my friends. I'm a lower tier celebrity. Grabe naman yung lower tier. Humble ka. Lower tier celebrity. So the advantage of being a lower tier celebrity is you have less people following you, and it, it's more intimate. Like I, I remember when I did my 17th anniversary, uh, I had a show. This was my last big show for 2020 before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at Commune, and uh, I think I had around 50 people in the audience, maybe 40 mm-hmm. to 50, not, not that big of a crowd, but still it was a, it was a fun show because like maybe 20% of the audience were good friends of mine. So mm-hmm. very, the, the show was very relaxed and all that. Even the people who were watching for the first time, uh, they were very, you know, uh, after the show, they, they were like, uh, Uh, telling me now, oh, uh, it's like uh, it's like being in somebody's living room, parang ganon. No, <laughs> diba? Intimate. Of course, <laughs> intimate uh, there was somebody there who told me na parang parang ano? Para namang ano yung show mo? Parang you were just performing for your friends. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's kasi the point. Ya, oh my, my friends din naman. <laughs> oh ano? Parang sabi ko, yeah. Parang, I, I only had like, yun nga, mga 20 per audience yung kilala ko mm. talaga dun sa, ano, for that particular show. And the rest were either walk-ins or friends of friends mm. or people who who are regulars of commune and they saw the poster. So, oh, oh. so ano siya, parang very homey. Yeah, that's what I Which like. Which is better. Uh, true, true. That's what I... Uh, like about my current situation in Kumu, yon. I may not be a, I may not be a top live streamer in Kumu, but at least, uh, well, number one, I'm able to do the content that I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, yung what I call my nonsensical content, and some mm-hmm. I get to do some of my stand-up jokes, and yeah, you know, I ha- I have time to interact with my viewers. Uh, before, during, and after the show. Diba? Mm, diba? Iba yung approach mo. I really like it. That's very personalized din. Do you plan to have a podcast as well? I'm curious. What other yeah, platforms do you plan to be on? No, my my Saturday co-host, Elsie De Leon. So we host a show called Robotalk on Kumu uh, every Saturday at 11.59. And we talk about old uh, cartoons, toys, robots, uh, uh, pop culture from our generation. And, our generation. Yeah, yeah our Sama generation. Yan, the, for sure. 40-something, the 40-something <laughs> generation. Ano to? Gen, ba? Gen X ba tayo? Yung ba yung generation? Uy, millennial ako ah. <laughs> millennial ako ah. <laughs> okay, so well, kami, Gen X yata kami ni LC. So, Yeah, uh, our plan is to eventually have a have a podcast then for that Robo Talk show. Because there, there's a market for it. Uh, there is big, nostalgia, de ba? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. There's a big market for nostalgia, especially now, uh, de ba? Parang that's why they sell these expensive toys, eh, de ba? Because the kaya si yung, sino to? Uh, 
yung What's the Robotech like mga Voltis 5 ganyan yeah, ba? Yeah, yeah, exactly mga Voltis 5, mga Robotech. I forgot, yun, Bandai, yun, diba? Si Bandai, Bandai comes Voltron, I don't know, tama ba? So like, for <laughs> Ultraman. example, for example, the new, the new Voltus 5 robot that they release uh, is selling for, what, 40, between 40 to 45,000 pesos. Oh gosh, so, wow. Obviously, ano, obviously, they're not trying to sell that to the kids, diba? They're, Of they're course playing not. On, Grabe they're playing, naman. They're playing on your nostalgia. So, parang sabi ni Bandai, these are the kids who couldn't afford Voltus 5 when they were When kids. they were young. Tama, And now they have no? the money. Parang, here you go. <laughs> time to, <laughs> ano, time to, parang, time, I like time, to feel, time to feel, fulfill your destiny. <laughs> like that's my, a validation. Uh, yeah, like my, like my older brother, that's been his frustration ever since. Sabi sa akin, I always wanted the Voltus 5 robot growing up, but sabi niya, ano, uh, I kept writing to Santa Claus. Parang nakailang letter daw sa kay Santa Claus na begging for a Voltus 5 robot, but uh, instead he got he got other robots like may one Christmas binigay sa kanya ni Santa Claus si Daimos. May isang Christmas si Daimos. Sa iba-iba kung sino yung ano, kung sino yung mas mura na robot yun yung binibigay sa Santa Claus. So eventually well, yeah, when mean... Oh, oh. So eventually, when they release the new vault in box na Voltus 5, uh, my my brother told me na, well, I I need to I need to have this. I I have to I have to buy this robot. Um, yeah, especially now, uh, while it's still new. Otherwise, the the value will eventually skyrocket, knowing all these evil resellers online. So yeah. So finally, he <laughs> yung ano niya, he yung fulfilled kanyang, his childhood dream. Kanyang oh. score to settle. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're that's what we're playing on. Who on needs Santa Claus? Robotalk. Okay. So zero si talk is that. So a lot of mm. our we have a lot. We have a YouTube. Uh, sorry, YouTube. We have a Facebook group for Robotalk. We talk robot, and a lot of our members are. Uh, ano, mga 40s, 40-something and above. Like, I I actually saw my college professor, parang uh, one time uh, a notification, I, I received a notification because I'm one of the people who approves membership for that group. Uh-oh. And I saw, sabi ko, teka, this guy was my teacher in Binil. Nandun din siya. So, ano, I accepted his, ano, I accepted his request to join the group. So, mm-hmm. sa, ano, minessage ko siya agad. Sabi ko, Sir! Ano, sadyante niyo ako sa, ano. Tapos, yun, he, he remembers me naman. So, apparently, he has, a, he has a big toy collection pala. And this is a very, okay, ano, ano to eh, serious guy to eh. Parang, he's a, mm-hmm. he's, he's a lawyer now. Tapos, nagtuturo mm-hmm. rin yata siya sa law school. So, apparently, he's a, he's a big toy collector. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, congrats on that new show and yeah. hopefully there will be more, apparently. Um, sige, um, what is your wicked thought for your 18th career anniversary? <laughs> do you have plans? Do you have, like, what do you have in mind for your 18th year? No, I, uh, I'm just gonna do a birthday special on Kumu on June Uh, on June 9, that's my birthday, June 9. So, so I yesterday I announced this. I announced this on my I announced it on my show. I told them that June I'm gonna do a birthday special slash 18th anniversary slash one year anniversary for uh, Kumu. So it's gonna be a triple celebration. Wow. <laughs> Sounds fun, diba? <laughs> so I, I told them I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a Uh, 45-minute stand-up set, and then I'm going to invite some of my musician friends. Uh, uh, anything goes. I'll, I'll come up with something. <laughs> oh, sige. Okay, before we wrap up, um, what's one wicked thought that you can leave to our listeners and viewers? In your industry, maybe uh, things that you learn in your career, what's one wicked thought that you have? Uh, don't listen to people who don't buy your product. Diba? Parang, 
like for example uh, somebody tells you na you suck as a comedian or for example i don't like your comic book or uh, don't listen to them especially if they're not uh, they don't they don't subscribe to your philosophy like like for example uh, you're you're a you're a you're a host flair somebody were to tell you na i don't like your show but then you you find out that this person is not even part of your viewers they, they don't even watch you right they just uh, caught your show by chance <laughs> so oh, don't man. listen to them mm-hmm. bottom line the the internet now is filled with people who are not supposed to who aren't even supposed to be interacting with other humans grabe <laughs> 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 brutal <laughs> Don't listen to them, diba? If you're uh, eh, with any industry, if you want to be a comedian, if you want to be a singer, if you want to be a writer, uh, you have to listen to your, ano, you go with your gut feel, diba? If you feel that you're doing something right, then that's all the validation you need. Like, I, I mentioned this in my live stream a few days ago. Uh, I told one of my regular viewers, I just need one audience I just want. I need. I only need one person in the audience, or I just need one person uh, watching my shows, and I, I'm good with that. If I can make one person happy, that's uh, that's all I can ask for. <laughs> and I agree with you on that. Well, Mike Unson, everyone. Mike, you still want to plug um, your show or your channels? Be- Please feel free to do so. Yeah, uh, thank you. First of all, uh, again, thank you. Thank you, Wicked Thoughts, for having me. My pleasure. Uh, <laughs> and if, if you want to know more about uh, Mike Unson, the comedian, just follow me on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Mike Unson Comedy. I also have an Instagram, Mike Unson Comedy, same name. And follow me on Kumu. You can watch me there. Uh, Monday to Saturday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday at 11.59 p.m. and Thursdays at 9 p.m. So, yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> There, guys. Thank you, Mike. appreciate You're your welcome. time here in the show. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. That wraps up this episode from Wicked Thoughts. Thank you to our sponsors, Grow the Bro, Moy App, Hire You, 13 Media, and Content Dash. And to our podcast partner, The Company. Make sure to subscribe and join the host on Patreon at patreon.com slash flair. That's patreon slash F-L-E-I-R-E for exclusive content. Tune in for more Wicked Conversations right here at Wicked Thoughts.